At home, turn us up. In your car, turn us on. At work, tell others about Talking with Ms. T, the talk show that's giving you trending topics, noted news, interesting interviews, community updates, and so much more. It continues right now. Miss T. She'll do the talking. All you got to do is be a good listener. You're back where it's at, and I'm here to attack a new addition that you shouldn't be missing. I'm Tanisha Baker bringing you Talking With T, the show designed with your interest in mind. It's January 23rd, and if today is your birthday, you share it with Law & Order star Mariska Hardigay, Princess Caroline of Monaco, Atlanta Housewife star Lisa Wu, and Editor-in-Chief of Essence Magazine, Susan L. Taylor. On this date in 1891, Dr. Daniel Hale Williams founded Provident Hospital in Chicago. On this date in 1941, Richard Wright wins the Spingarn Medal for Native Son. Also on this day in 1964, the 24th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution is ratified. It abolished poll tax which was used as a means of preventing African-Americans from voting. And finally, on this date in 1977, ABC begins televising the Roots miniseries, which would go on to be the most watched miniseries in history. It was based on Alex Haley's best-selling novel with the same title. Today on the national calendar is recognized as National Pie Day. Go on my social media accounts and share your favorite type of pie or pie recipe. I personally am in love with me some sweet potato pie. Our theme this month is don't drop the ball. When you are counted on for something, do your part. Don't drop your part of a task or commitment. Carry your load. Don't neglect or forget things that are important especially those things in which you are responsible for. Sometimes, and I'm guilty of this, we say yes to many things. For some of us, saying no doesn't come easy. As I am trying to be more reserved with my yeses, I encourage you to also quit juggling things you can't handle or that exhaust you before you start dropping balls. Another way to look at the thing is to think about your personal life and those balls that you need to hold on to. Consider your family, your health, your goals and aspirations as balls and definitely don't drop those. As we consider our theme this month of Don't Drop the Ball, it connects directly with my happy highlight about Amy Cratton, who says it's never too late to finish what you started. After a divorce in 1962, Cratton had to put her education on hold to work and raise her four children. Now, 50 years later, at the age of 94, she graduated college with a 4.0 GPA. You talk about not dropping the ball. She is the epitome of this. Let's now turn our attention to our tips from Tarika as she discusses workplace relationships. This week's tip is be careful with workships. A workship is a person you work with that you have decided that now you are friends with them. Watch how comfortable you get with these people and how they get with you also. Loose conversations about your personal life and about another coworker 
people come back and bite you. People make you sharing, but believe me, they are storing information and they're just putting it on their way. Don't be surprised if you hear that again. It can be hard because you see this person or these people all the time, so you get a little comfortable with people and you kind of get loose with your conversation. But always think in the back of your head, is this something that could get me in trouble or is this something that I could recover from if this gets out? Discussing personal business could reveal your vulnerableness and your weaknesses because people, especially if you supervise them, they can lose respect for you. Everybody do not want to see your pride and joy pictures. I know it's hard to believe. It's hard to believe for me that nobody wants to see my sunshine, but I have come to realize that she is my sunshine, not everybody's sunshine, and your pride and joy is yours. Yeah, people are happy that you have a baby or have a, 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 a child, grandchild, but every time they see you, they don't have to see a scroll on your phone or a ton of photos of them. I mean, again, people are happy. I know they are. I'm happy sometimes to see some pictures, too. But then sometimes people, as we all know, can overdo it. Do not hold people hostage with pictures or conversation about what you did over the break or what you did the night before. Don't hold people hostage on the workplace. That 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 is that, that's not a good thing to do. Another thing is the less people at work know about you and your personal business, the more comfortable it is for everybody. Now. These tips just come from my lips, and I've been talking with T. And now it's time for our Monday Minute Quick Bits. Martin Luther King Jr.'s niece, Alveda King, confirmed that she voted for Donald Trump. As we celebrated the birthday of Dr. Martin Luther King last Monday, it is sad that eight people were shot and others injured at Miami-Dade's Martin Luther King Jr. Memorial Park. The shooting started about two hours after the MLK parade began. Tornadoes and storms hit the South, leaving 16 dead in Georgia and Mississippi while destroying dozens of homes and businesses. It is reported that Uber will pay $20 million to settle a lawsuit with the Federal Trade Commission for misleading drivers about how much they could earn. The movie Hidden Figures, which highlights the contributions of African-American women to NASA, continues to be the number one movie in America. Octavia Spencer buys out a theater so that low-income families could see the movie. Anita Baker announced her retirement from music, and this just made me gas. I am a huge Anita Baker fan, and as I read the announcement, I went down memory lane Recalling some of my favorite songs, Sweet Love, You Bring Me Joy, Caught Up in the Rapture, and of course, Giving You the Best That I've Got. And that's exactly what she's done through her musical career. So I wish Anita Baker the best in her retirement. Keep it where it's at. I'll be right back. You're listening to Talking With T. Escaping death became 
sure was broken, but no, no, no. So I gave up trying to go back to what I thought I needed. I need you, I give my life to you. She sparked my identity. identity After realizing your heart for me, for me I give myself away to you relentlessly, relentlessly. Only you know what you mean to me Yeah, I've been baptized Washing your way up But you sacrificed So I gave up trying To go back to what I thought I needed No Way Out by Jackie Hampton. Now it's time for trending news and review. The know-it-all Professor Jay and P.I. Pam continue to add their insights straight with no chaser. Last week we talked about Marquise Lloyd, who had been accused of killing his pregnant girlfriend and then shooting and killing an officer. Well, this week he was captured after a manhunt, which lasted about a week. And if you've seen the pictures of him after his arrest, it is safe to say he was not captured without incident. He had to be hospitalized and is shown in a pretty banged up condition. But for me personally, it's kind of hard to feel sorry for him. And I'm pretty sure there won't be any protest against the brutality he suffered. But that does bring up a question. When do we passively ignore police brutality? 
it appears that there are times when people think the person is deserving of some harsh punishment or maybe cruelty based on the crime they've committed. So if you have an opinion on this, we would love to hear from you. You can reach us through social media or call us on 865-409-1170. So, Professor Jay and P.I. Pam, do you have any comments or opinions about what has happened to Marquise Lloyd? I just think that it's ironic that the police department tweeted a photo of the handcuffs that Marquise Lloyd was uh, restrained with, and those happened to belong to the officer who he killed. So uh, mm. it seems as if justice was served on several levels here. Okay. Yeah, and I think that if they would have been really looking for him after he killed his pregnant girlfriend and all these other, you know, murders and accidents, you know, the other officer was killed, you know, pursuing him, you know, hit on his motorcycle. All of that could have been avoided if they would have been looking for him after he killed his pregnant girlfriend, but they they really weren't because he was making live videos, and anybody that does live videos, it shows your location. When you get on Facebook, it tells me all the time, uh, Pamela Campbell, we see you at so-and-so, so, you know, I don't think they put much effort into locating him until after he killed the cop, which is unfortunate, but... Yeah, but you're making a good point that the manhunt didn't really get extensive until after he shot the cop. And so had they valued the life of his girlfriend and did the same type of or put the same type of efforts toward that manhunt, then maybe the other unfortunate incidents could have been avoided. So you got a good point there. Well, obviously this week trending in the news is the inauguration. And so now... Donald Trump is officially our 45th president of this great United States of America. And so while some protested, others cheered. While some chanted, make America great, others believe Trump has made America hate. And it's now official. And what happens next, we'll have to see. But what I do believe is that he will not destroy us. Now trending on social media was the visual of the relatively low attendance at Trump's inauguration compared particularly to President Obama's, and then Trump got mad at the media for reporting it. Uh, And that whole thing with him getting mad at the media seemed rather childish. Um, His, I don't know what she is in his cabinet, you know, she's one of the many clowns apparently in the circus that is, the Donald Trump administration, Kellyanne Conway, I believe is her name, mm-hmm. talking about how Sean Spicer, I think is his name, the press secretary, was merely reporting alternative facts, which is mm, somewhat of an oxymoron. And if you put an if you put alternative with facts, you know that just sounds <laughs> like a lie. Well, on the day after the inauguration, there was a big turnout for the Women's March on Washington, and it was reported that hundreds of thousands of women showed up in the nation's capital to send Donald Trump a message and also to advocate for women's rights. Now, there were several other cities around the world that had their own local marches as well, Knoxville, Tennessee included. We had about a couple of thousand people. Well, I saw in Nashville there were 15,000. Did they march in Memphis as well, Jay? 
They sure did, although I don't have the exact numbers, but from what I saw on various social media posts, folks were in full force. Okay. All right. Well, there were so many people that showed up in Chicago, they couldn't even march. And I saw a picture that John Kerry had participated in the march as well, as many other men did in support of their mothers, their wives, and daughters, you know. And speaking of women, I don't even know where to start with this, but it's apparent that Melania Trump is really not embracing this whole first lady role of maybe these just aren't the shoes she's able to walk in. Well, now, you know, she's she's trying to, to get in where she fits in, I guess, to put it nicely, because social media blew up with pictures of her inauguration day outfit, the powder blue outfit that was strikingly similar to a pink outfit that Jack, Jacqueline uh, Kennedy Onassis wore. And then uh, many people had much to say about her inaugural ball gown. One of my friends said that it looked like notebook paper. It was rather oh. bland to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, well, um, so. <laughs> do you think she's trying to live down the images that most people remember from her past when she did some rather provocative types of pictures and poses and she's trying to reflect more of a conservative image maybe? Well, uh, she has to work very hard because we've right. already seen all of her glory. So, you know, <laughs> by her trying to cover it up, you know, we know what's underneath the wrapping, Melania. And uh, so... You know, here again, like I said, her inaugural ball gown generated a lot of conversation. Some people liked it. Others, including myself, did not. And when she was asked to give a few words of remarks by her husband, as I noted on Facebook, it sounded like she was the child who was giving her Easter speech yesterday, and she worked really, (laughs) really hard to memorize it because it was very short and I'm sure that had she been in somebody's church, you know, the people would have been saying, go ahead, baby, that's it, that's it. You know, she got up like, what you looking at me for? I didn't come to say. I just came to tell y'all it's Inauguration Day and sat down. I thought it was hilarious that they had the closed caption on the whole time she was talking. <laughs> I said, bless her heart. And I really think that. She she looks like she's just shocked like all this happened. You know, she only signed up to be a trophy wife and have her little sugar daddy. She did not sign up. Mail to be order a bride. bride. <laughs> she said, I'm <laughs> well, well, while we're on the topic of Trump, uh, I do want to bring up that he is tackling some things immediately, with one being Obamacare. And his other promise is to take immediate action against the, quote, anti-police atmosphere, whatever that means. And then the Justice Department has given him permission to hire his son-in-law. And, of course, like Jay said, the controversy continues to spin. And, by the way, as we question Trump's outrageous recommendations for his cabinet, you have to hear, if you haven't yet, the powerful speech given by one Detroit student who actually went to the confirmation hearings, and I have posted it on my website along with the confirmation hearing, actually, of Betsy DeVos, and visit www.talkingwitht.com to listen for yourself. But both of those videos are worth listening to. Now, 
Also, Richard Spencer, who is known as a white supremacist and who has been boldly vocal as of late, was punched in the face while he was giving an interview. Did y'all see that? Yes. Mm, no, I totally missed that one. Okay. Well, you can check that link out on my website as well. But, yes, yeah, somebody, as the article read, he got sucker punched while he was giving an interview. And, again, that's another person it's hard for me to feel sorry for. So there were passionate protesters, and they're not backing down. The country appears to truly be divided. During the recent inauguration protest, police were injured, and reportedly 200 people were arrested. And I also read that many of those arrested will be charged with felony rioting. And I'm like, dang. But um, as we could see, there were possibly more people protesting than there were actually attending the ceremonies. Uh-uh, nope. Uh, Sean Spicer said they put down covering on the grass so that, you know, the American people would not mess up the National Mall. Y'all will not continue to say that uh, there were more protesters <laughs> than there were people at the inauguration. Y'all not going to do that. Okay, well, you sound Oh, of course you are. And you know you sound like, what's his lead advisor, the lady you were talking about had on that Betsy Ross coat? Kelly uh, Ann Conway? Yes, yes. In fact, you have to check out, I started something new, my hot mess photo of the day, and she did make it. I, <laughs> oh, my goodness. Anyway, well, as we said, people were divided, um, and they were divided last week about their opinions regarding Steve Harvey meeting with Donald Trump. Then they were divided about singer Christette Michelle singing at the inauguration. And, you know, some people felt it was her right to earn her money and saw it as just another performance or a gig, while others felt that performing for Trump somehow meant she was aligning herself with him. And then Spike Lee, who was obviously offended, dropped her music from his upcoming project. You have hmm. to realize all money is not good money. And although... is a lot of money. It's probably not worth it being that they're dropping her off of things like Flash. She lost her Netflix deal. And not to mention, you know, that Spike Lee situation. And then she comes back with, you know, verbally, you know, talking crazy to Spike Lee and her husband. Well, fiance. Okay. So I was going to say, while we're on the subject of artists, uh, who have found themselves in the midst of the Trump whirlwind, as it were. I don't know if you all have seen the recent post or con- uh, conversation about gospel artist Vicky Yohe. Uh, mm-hmm. Social media has been blowing her up, particularly the African-American mm-hmm. church community, because she posted a meme of a white man carrying luggage, and this white man is supposed to be Jesus, and the caption for said meme was that he was on his way back to the White House, and Vicki Yohe insinuated that with Donald Trump being back in the White House, Jesus is returning to the White House and to the presidency, and, you know, she offered up several explanations as to why she posted what she did, and she asserted that she was not a racist, and she didn't really mean anything by the post, and many of the saints, mm-hmm. including myself, have hit her with a good old 
sanctified side eye and <laughs> will not be playing her music anytime soon. So, yeah, like you said, all mm. money is not good money, Pam. And, you know, you have to be careful who you align yourself with because even though it may seem harmless, it speaks a little bit more than what you think it does. Well, you see, Jennifer Holliday changed her mind. She started thinking about her long-term coins instead of the short-term coins. And she said once she started getting threats and people started saying they didn't want her to be on anything, she changed her mind real fast. She said, you know what, Trump, I I might have made a mistake. Um, (laughs) I don't think I I, I ever had a hit since uh, (laughs) since a dream girl. (laughs) Right, right, right. Well, before we go, I do have another story, and it's actually from the Crazy Chronicles. And for today's Crazy Chronicles, I want to share a story about 44-year-old Karen Patrice Rabinsky from Oklahoma. Now, she's accused of beating and kidnapping a door-to-door saleswoman. So after about an hour, the victim was able to escape, but then Rabinsky began chasing her. Now, oh, and let me mention that she was nude. So she runs out the house chasing this woman, start naked. So eventually the police arrested her. (laughs) Wait a minute, go back. Okay. So a door-to-door saleswoman comes to her house, knocks on the door. She lets her in. It starts off fine. And I don't know what transpired or what set her off, but she starts beating the woman, wouldn't let her leave. The woman, after about an hour, is able to escape, but... This person, Karen Patrice Rabitsky, chases her out the house on foot, but she doesn't have on a bit of clothes because, you know, she's new. And then eventually the police arrested her, and they charged her with kidnapping, assault and battery, and obstructing a police officer. And, you know, the story doesn't say what the woman was selling or what set her off, but I was thinking, now, wait just a minute. This is a story that truly belongs in the Crazy Chronicles, and the visual alone made me pause. Because I'm trying to figure out if this woman is a door-to-door sales person, mm-hmm. who comes to the door bucket naked? <laughs> well, you're right. I mean, so I don't know if she took her clothes off while she had the woman kidnapped or she came to the door butt naked because if she... Anybody comes to my door with no clothes on, I'm not letting them in. So so maybe she had clothes on originally. That's a good question, Jay. Very good. Yeah, that's that's crazy. I bet I bet she didn't go back to that job that she turned in her her day notice. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Well that's it for this bit and as always I've enjoyed talking to the Know It All Professor Jay and our top investigator, most often instigator, P. I. Pam. And I can't wait to hear what the two of you have to say next week. And I can't wait to tell it. And you know I'm going to say it. If you would like to share your thoughts and opinions, call eight six five four zero nine one one seven zero. We would love to hear from you. And we are still welcoming submissions for T's Top Teens or Hometown Heroes. If you're a rising artist or no one, let us feature your music. If you have a business or product you would like for us to spotlight during the show, let us know. We have a lot in store for you in 2017. So continue to stay tuned as we continue to bring you nothing less 
than our best. Well, once again, we've come to the end, but stay engaged by visiting www.talkingwitht.com and following the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Remember that you can listen to Talking With T anytime on Blueberry, SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, or Google Music. New shows will continue to drop each Monday. In the meantime, and in between time, subscribe to Talking With T Daily, the online daily newspaper to get your daily scoop of trending news and find out what we're talking about. On that note, I'll end with a quote. Don't be afraid to try something new. An amateur built the art. Professionals built the Titanic. Remember where you heard the word and keep the peace until next week. You've been listening to Talking With Teeth.